Hello, WizKids, and welcome to our first playoff edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman, Jacob Rame, and we have Zach Rosen and Chris Gearing joining us. Full digital we squad. Have, yes, the full digital squad um, ready for a, a nice long preview of the series that we have ready for you. But the best part is we also have a special guest. The Panda, Bradley Beal, will be joining us here on the podcast uh, shortly. Electric interview. Yes. Electric it, interview uh, with Brad. Yeah, Brad is awesome. And we're going to have a lot of podcasts for you throughout the playoffs. So make sure you subscribe and tune in. And we got a lot of other things uh, cooking that'll be uh, we re- we really recorded, good for We us. recorded the interview live yeah, on the Washington Wizards Facebook page. Yeah, we did. So you can um, so you can check it out there. And there's a lot of bad radio towards the end of <laughs> the interview. Bad radio. <laughs> so uh, if you want to see the video and see uh, what's happening, yes, you can yes, uh, check it out. Yes, I don't want to spoil it, definitely. but it was, it was hysterical. It was. It was. It's Jeremy is still on his phone. Sorry, was, <laughs> He's looking at stuff. I was emailing the link to my parents so they could see me on TV. <laughs> Need those views. <laughs> need we, those we views. Do, we do need, need those, those views. views. You, know, you guys no nepotism clauses here. <laughs> is this nepotism work, parents, or is that just children? I think it works. It works any Both way. Ways? It's could yes, be friends. It uh, it could be, it's a oh, so no nepotism clauses here. No, no. We'll get the views any way we can. No, and okay, let's start with a look back at the Wizards Hawk series. The Wizards took the series three one. Jeremy, we'll start with you. What what comes to mind when you look back on that series between the two playoff teams that are about to match up in the Wizards and Hawks? Well, first, it was just funny how you said Wizards. It sounded like how the uh, PA guy talks in Detroit. Yeah. He says, the Washington Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> but uh, I got an accent. Yeah, it just <laughs> sounded like that. Um, final game in the Palace Monday. We closed them out, right? Yeah. Um, not to change the subject, but getting to your question. Will got me a t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. He stole it? He did. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't steal it. A nice person uh, gave it to him at the end of the night. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we, uh, so, so getting back to your question, what stands out to me in the three one in the games we played? Well, you go back from the beginning of the series, you know, the first game, that's the, the one loss opening night. So it's kind of funny that you open the season in Atlanta, and now here we are opening the playoff season, sort of the second season with Atlanta. How about that? Um, yeah, a little full circle. But um, uh, this, this, this team's just so much different from that. I, you, know, you know, we've talked over the years, you know how much I – how much I'll say I just don't care about what happened in the regular season I don't think it matters I think we've proven that you said that as like every podcast <laughs> we've proved that look just look at the Toronto series from two years ago when we were in the same position talking about you know what does it mean that the Raptors have beaten us what was it like eight or nine times in a row in the regular yeah. season they yeah. swept us that season sure enough the playoffs start the it factor shows up Paul Pierce Oh, that was so Dalt great. Ball Pierce destroys <laughs> them, and, you know, we sweep the Raptors. So, I don't – you know, you could you could break down the matchups. You can look at, you know, what – you know, Schrader, Tim Hardaway, you know, what they've done against us in the past. Both have had – they've had some success against this team. Um, I think I think slowing them down is going to be critical. But with the Hawks, you just never know. I mean, they smooth the ball so well. You never really know who's going to be the guy that night. They use different lineups. They can stretch you out. Um, Budenholzer's a great coach. Yeah. Yeah. Love, yeah. Love Coach Bud. I think he does a great job there. I, 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 was, 
I'm just, I just don't, I just, I don't like to go delve into like the head to head from yeah. the, you know, yeah. the Wizards well, beat them three times since, and it, you know they've looked. So I was, I, I, do, I dove into the four, the four matches from the season a little bit, and the what I saw was that it basically not very much can be gained from it. Obviously, the first game of the season was an entirely different Wizards team mm-hmm. um, than we're seeing now. You know, we struggled so mightily at the start of the season, and obviously it picked up significantly from there. The second game of the season. We saw they saw Kyle Korver shoot them out of the game, going something like one or eleven of one of twelve from the field. Well, that's a rare, and B, he's not even on the team anymore, so right. that's not a factor. The third game of the season, um, the third time we played him, we blew them out of the water, and Millsap mm-hmm. and Schroeder shot a combined like two of twenty from the field. And I think it's safe to say that if Millsap and Schroeder shoot shoot that <laughs> English uh, Schroeder Schroeder, if Millsap and Schroeder shoot that poorly during the series. It's going to be a short series for Washington. Yeah, yeah. And the fourth game of the season, Millsap didn't play, and he's their best player. So yeah. I don't think you can gather very much. I think that um, – I believe this is – I believe this is a good stat. Um, I believe that the, Wiz- the Wizards were the only team in the Eastern Conference that the Hawks had a losing record against during the regular season. Ding, 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 ding. And ding, now they're meeting in the first round. How about that? Good stat. Almost, yes. Almost the right stat, but – Almost Wait, the right f- stat. Fix it. Fix it, Zach. Fix Zach, it, Zach. Zach's going to fix it. The, they lost the Pacers in a meaningless game at the end of the year. The only team that they had a losing record against that's in the Eastern Conference playoffs was the Wizards. Okay. But they did lose that meaningless game, so they're 1-2 and two against the Pacers. Mm. But more importantly, Thank you for the correction, man. Three. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was so <laughs> close. I was so close, <laughs> so but close. I'm, glad I, I'm glad I've got Stat Boy here. As we're at a roundtable as we speak for Off the Bench, uh, use that hashtag WizHawks uh, when you want to – kind of discuss the Washington Wizards and the Hawks in the playoff game. You guys had a roundtable, five questions heading into this series. I really loved reading the going back and forth. Zach started it off. Uh, what can we take away from four games of the regular season? We went over that. So let's move forward to what are the Wizards' three keys to winning this series. Zach. Let's, let's each give one key. I think three okay. keys a person is too many. Okay. No, three keys a uh, person is too many. But this One key, well, one yeah, key per yeah, person. Fine. Yeah, I like that. Sure, yeah. Well, I'll start with one of the elephants in the room is probably stopping Dwight Howard, containing him. Uh, Superman. I don't, I don't know how deep we'll dive into the fact that they like to play small. I mean, we mentioned all their different lineups, but keeping him off the glass, he's. I think he's had a double-double in every game we've played him this year, which he did. that part matters. Yeah. And with He averaged like 14.5 and 14.5. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Uh, so <laughs> March is going to really have to lock him down. Uh, I'm – they guessing. used to be teammates in Orlando. Right, and I think that's an interesting matchup to look at is uh, March really learned a lot from him in his earlier years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I expect that while Dwight's out there, March will be out there with uh, Jan uh, going to miss the start of the playoffs. So I think that's a major key. A major key, DJ Collett. Yeah, and building off of that, we know also that the Hawks are one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league, so the better the Wizards can do at denying the post and making them shoot perimeter jump shots, likely the better they're going to play. And so, you know, forcing guys like Bazemore, like Hardaway, who we know can heat up, yeah. we watch that happen, and Bradley Beal just mentioned that yeah. um, in his availability after practice today, but um, making those guys beat you from outside as opposed to letting anybody into the paint, that's, that's how you beat this team, that's how... Um, the Wizards have done it this year. Some of the some of the Hawks' three point percentages against us this year um, have been pretty have been pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. And so continuing that trend is 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 crucial. Jeremy, 
I'm in this round table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry missed the one on the blog because he was too busy writing uh, the in depth series in-depth. preview. Please yeah. go and take a read. Yeah, Jerry put a lot of that in your Jerry put a lot of hours into it. I think piggybacking on sort of what Zach was saying, the biggest key, I think, see, I I think that I don't think the Wizards are going to have too much of a problem getting through Atlanta. I don't. Wow. I'm predicting if wow. I I didn't put a prediction on there because I don't I didn't save it that. save it but, save your uh, prediction. Okay, I'll save my prediction. But I think the <laughs> only I think the only way the Wizards have a real problem in this series to me is going to be w- because Mahimi might be out for the first week or two of the playoffs. I don't know how long it's going to be, but um, you know. Then you're you're just thinner up front, and against a guy like Dwight Howard, you you, you know you have Gortat, but if Gortat were to get into foul trouble, um, if he you know he can't play, I don't know if he's going to be able to play the whole game against Dwight. And then we bring in that, Jay Smooth, yeah, and Smith, and I love Jason, and I think they, ha- you know, I thought actually that they were going to use Smith a little bit at the five in the playoffs, and they were sort of saving that once because once Mahimi's gotten back, we haven't seen him play too much at the five. But I thought that might be a lineup they could go to against you know different matchups and how they want to spread the floor. But um, but now they might be forced into it, which you never want to be. But you have to adjust, and they'll have to do it because when March comes out, they're going to have to play some Jason down there, maybe some Keefe at times at the five, and play real small. And that's where I think you know getting hurt inside on the glass, letting Dwight really, if he transforms back into the Dwight of old at all, you're you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's not that I don't think the Hawks are a good team. I think they are. And I think they have, there's a few other guys that can, they can give you problems, but I just, I think Washington's a, a better all around team. They have a lot more offensive, explosive power. Um, and I, I don't, I don't predict it going many, you know, being a long series. Okay. So I'm going to say I'm, Besides, I think that the number one key to Washington is ensuring that um, Bradley Beal and John Wall make it to the arena for every game. I'd say that's that's the number one key for <laughs> this team. Um, I'm going to say that um, whoever whoever dictates the way they want to play this series is is going to get the win. And the the Hawks' offense is is bad, and their defense is really good. And we want to get up and down the floor and score points. And I I don't think we're going to have a problem doing so. Um, but I think that the way the Hawks win this series is if they grind it to a halt. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they're going to be able to do that. But I think the key, getting up and down the floor, running the fast break, um, uh, getting out uh, will be will be big for Washington. And so um, that, I'll say that's my, my number one key. little breaking news here on the pod. Uh, Budenholzer said that he's planning on starting Torian Prince and Tim Hardaway Jr. over Bazemore and Cephalosha. So he's going to be going with offense in the starting lineup, hmm. probably defense to finish. Okay. Just a little interesting twist in there. A little breaking Torian news Prince, as we're recording a, this podcast. was a big first-round pick for them, um, and that's what they got when they traded Jeff Teague to Indiana. So How he, about that? Yeah, he's an, he's an athletic guy. He's another guy that he does a little bit of everything. I, I don't have his shooting numbers up, but um, I don't think of him as much of a shooter, more of kind of a – Slasher. Slasher so, and a scrappy, scrappy guy that can clean up a lot of stuff. But that'll be interesting. So can Tim, we Har- Tim Hardaway kind of that? Tim Hardaway kind of scares me. I mean, yeah. he lit us yeah. up the last time we played them. Let's transition because we're Michigan man. Michigan man. What about <laughs> the X Factor, right? 
You're talking about Torian Prince, maybe being an X Factor. Yeah. Who is the X Factor for the Wizards? Marchin. Marchin? For me, it's Marchin. Interesting and, choice. And his ability to manage Howard in the post, not get in foul trouble. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, you would have, in an ideal universe, Mahimi's healthy and you give Dwight Howard um, numerous different looks in the post and you have a lot of fouls to give. But um, with Mahimi out, you have less looks, less fouls to give, and, mm-hmm. and it, it becomes containing and becomes more of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Prince certainly is one for them that we were just talking about. Another thing to add in there is that he's going to be a nuisance on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, he's an active body. And kind of going along with that, for our guys, I think somebody that a lot of people will talk about is Kelly Oubre for a lot of the Junior. same reasons. Uh, his length and athleticism, when he puts his mind to, de- to defending, um, you know, we've seen him irritate, you know, some of the best players in the league this season. Um, you know, LeBron comes to mind earlier this yeah. year. Um, Kelly can really get up into you know offensive players and the opponent and uh, make things really hard. And so w- when he comes off the bench, that's a key thing. And the way that he shot the ball from three this year it can make a huge difference in a playoff series when you know the game slows down a little bit overall. And, and certainly against the Hawks, that'll happen anyway. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think I think Ubre is that guy for us. That's that's maybe too easy of a pick. Z- the Z man with the X factor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with Ubre. I think that's who I put down for the Wizards. Yes, you uh, did. I agree with what everyone's saying. I, I mean, you could throw in Bogdanovich as an X factor just because he's such instant offense. Okay, and if he can match up on defense with someone like Cephalosha, I yeah. really like his his role in the game. Uh, for the Hawks, I, I really, I've said this in our in our uh, Slack message a lot. I love Muscala's game. I hate how good he is from he three. Plays, in that Cavs game, he was yeah. killing him. He's a stretch five. Bucknell Bison. Bucknell guy. <laughs> he's got great fan base that always comes here when he's playing. Yeah. Uh, I think our ability, the Wizards' ability to defend him will be interesting. I think he causes a lot of issues similar to Jason Smith. But uh-huh. I would say Muscala's a little more physical. So okay. I like his game. My X factor is Brandon Jennings. Nice. Because good one. I different. I because I'm trying to be different because my thing is like the one thing we talked about before we got Boyan and Brandon was how different the team was when Wall and Beal were not in the game. The pace slowed down. You didn't have continuity. If Brandon can keep that up, no matter who's on the court with him, I feel like that really bodes well for the Washington Wizards to you know advance and and as Jeremy will share his predictions later how well the Wizards or easily they will be able to dispatch with the Hawks if that is the case. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think the second unit play as a whole, if that if you call that an X factor, will be... A WXYZ you know, factor. Yeah, that's always key. You, you know, especially in the playoffs, it seems like it's always when you're at home, you get the bench. There's guys on the bench that step up. That just seems to be how it always works in the postseason. So who who will it be out of that group? Bogdanovich, Jennings, Ubre, Smith. I think those four are gonna be the guys you see the most off the bench. Uh, I usually cast name. You <laughs> usually shorten That's usually my line. Shorten the bench. What's in the, the over under the times we say that? I know in the past <laughs> they've kinda gone to eight or nine man rotations and with Mahimi out, I think yeah. those the four I said are probably gonna be the four you see the most of maybe a little bit of Sadoransky at mm-hmm. times, and then after that, um, and unless you know stuff can come up, you never. Everyone has to stay ready, but I think that's probably going to be the group you see the most of. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the guy I wrote about in my preview as being who could be kind of the 
the X factor for us, I think, is Otto. Uh, I know we've kind of spread it out and picked almost the whole roster. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of X's. Without mentioning, without, without mentioning Bradley <laughs> Beal or John Wall. Yes. Or, or Keith. Yeah, or Keith. Or Keith. <laughs> Who could easily be an X factor going up against Millsap. <laughs> could be well. a huge X factor. Just go down the whole roster and just list why each guy could be, but... Uh, I, I Otto's just a guy. He's been with this. He was so good for this team when they used that that lineup in the past. But that you know that was when they had Pierce, of course, in that two years ago. This they was caught sort Toronto of off guard. Yeah, and they didn't know, know it was coming. The playoff Otto hashtag kind of was born. That sort yeah, of got him exactly got him going. And he was he was impressive, especially well, in that Toronto series, the mm-hmm. first series. Yeah. He was really good. And then um, I just think that he's a guy. Teams prepare so much for John and Brad that he play. You know, he's going to start and play a lot with them. Uh, he looked healthy the other night in the finale, so I think as long as he holds up physically, which I expect him to, I think he's going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to play with a lot of different lineups, and I think his ability to knock down three pointers, which he's you know he did for this whole season, finished fifth I think in three pointers for the season. Mm-hmm. That's going to be huge for the Wizards, not just this series, but if they're going to make a real run, I think his knockdown three-point shooting is going to be one of those really, really important things that the Wizards will need for the next, hopefully, two months. One of the important things we need is a player on this podcast. And coming up on Off the Bench, we're going to have Bradley Beal, the panda, hashtag Bob. Uh, He will be joining us here. Y'all know about Beal, right? Huh? Okay. 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 Like well, hopefully the fans, you will get to know Bradley Beal a little bit more as we are coming up next with Bradley Beal here on Off the Bench. WizKids, we're really excited to have you here because we have a very special guest joining us, Bradley Beal, as we get set for the playoffs because we got to work hard too, Bradley. I know that you got <laughs> practice and you're getting ready for game one, but we have our own way of getting ready for these games too. Uh, and this podcast is the beginning of that. Uh, it's a good Friday. We're happy to have you here on thanks this uh, fine day. Man, Thank you very much for joining me. us. Uh, let's first go back to yesterday, the mural. What was that like seeing the mural? Man, that's like a, that's a dream come true. You know, as a kid, you know, that's you always picture you oh, I want to be on a billboard, you know, my favorite players on a poster, but you never think of a of painting a mural of yourself on an actual wall and on yeah. top of that a historical food place in DC. You know, that's that's amazing and a blessing in itself. You know, I'm I was truly honored, you know, to to be able to have that support, you know, especially from you know, the city of DC is kinda like they, they're adopted they're adopting <laughs> this is about to be my hometown for sure, for sure. They they they're making me more comfortable. But it's it's perfect for the playoffs, man. I love it. It's awesome. What was the environment like? Like I wasn't there because I was here getting green screens for the playoffs, but there were a lot of people out there. It was more people than I thought. You know, it's kind of weird because we tried to be a little bit low key about it, but you, it's, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to miss that that pretty mural that they put up there. So, uh, man, it was it was awesome. You had fans out there screaming for us. They were chanting for us. We couldn't do interviews because they were so loud. You know, yeah, a few times. Yeah. So. You know, it was, it was awesome. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, I think the fans are definitely definitely riled up for the playoffs. Yeah, they were fired up. I heard some Sweep the Hawks chants. <laughs> that was awesome. The sweep the Hawks chants. Yeah, yeah, they had it going on. And I, I thought the artwork itself, I was, it looked great. I mean, I was so impressed with how it all came out. And I loved that it was you and John up there, that you two guys together. What I, I think it... It's, it really relates to our, our generation, the younger yeah. guys. You know, like we love graffiti, you know, paintings on the wall, you know, and, were, and it was it looked identical to us. Like yeah. from the tattoos to the to the face, face expressions to, 
Everything, you I know, saw, everything I saw was a bunch of drafts of it, and it's incredible how far it came along. It, really, I mean, it was so yeah. good. It was so good at the end. Oh man, if only my art was that good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Brad, we've seen your art; it's pretty good. Um, we've also seen the art on the court. Um, let's start with what goals do you feel? Because we know that fifty. You, you even have been posting a little more on social media mm-hmm. about trying to get that fifty wins. You're posting quotes. You didn't get the fifty wins. What goals did you accomplish that makes you, you know, look back on such a, a positive season? Man, for one, we're in the playoffs. You know, we can, that's 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 first and foremost. You know, we're proud of that. You know, we're happy about it. And you know, that's a that was our number one goal. You know, especially after missing last year, having a, a disappointing year last year. We did a great job of. You know, retaliating, getting back on our feet, you know, making it into the playoffs this year. And on top of that, you know, having home court, we never had it before. And, you know, this is our first time, you know, to really do something special. We're in, we're in a great position. You know, we're playing a tough team who's who's been playing great as of late. But, you know, we love our chances. We love the way we've been playing. And, you know, we're setting ourselves up for, for something good, you know, especially having home court. That's important for us. I have a question. This is something that I've been thinking about. Just, you know, I've been here as almost as long as, as you've been here, Brad. Mm-hmm. And, you guys, the last two playoff runs you guys had, you came in, you're the five seed, sort of an underdog role. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, whether it's the media or whoever the talking heads aren't picking you guys to win. This year, it's a different story. You win 49 games in the regular season. I don't know how much you guys listen to all that kind of noise outside, but there's a lot of people that you guys are the favorites in the series. You have home court this time around. Does that change anything for what you guys are doing out there or sort of how the st- the narrative that we paint does that does that change anything going into the playoffs? You know what? Not at all. Not at all. We we because we can't pay attention to that because some that's that's your opinion. You know, mm-hmm. you, of, of course we're confident and believe in ourselves that we're going to win. So you know, regardless of what you may think or yeah. you know what the outside world thinks, that's that's kind of irrelevant. You know, we can't put our focus on that. You know, we we just control what we can control and and take it a game at a time. You know, each series is a, is the first of four. You know, you do whatever it takes to get there and. You know, we stay locked in, and you know, once we start worrying about the outside things, it, it kind of ruins our ruins our ruins our core. You know, so we we just stay close knit, and you know, keep everything in house, and and uh, and just go out there and play for one another. Bradley, um, stepping away from the court for a second, you just launched uh, your website, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, there's been doing a lot of writing on it and stuff like that, and giving us a really nice inside look at to your process and um, and what's going on with the team. Can you tell us a little bit about how the website came to be and what writing for it's been like and stuff like that? You know, it was something I always wanted to do, you know, because uh, people always say I'm shy, I'm quiet, you know, he's real, <laughs> he's real chill, you know, so it was kind of me stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit, you know, getting, allowing people, to, uh, fans in particular, to, you know, get an insight on my life, you know, experience the life of an NBA player, you know, uh, the locker room. Uh, what goes on, you know, on the road and things like that. So just, yeah. just giving them a good feel for it, you know, because people people don't experience it. They always want to know, you know, they think they know, you know, they think it's just it's everything they, they picture it to be. But, you know, it, there, are, there are some secrets behind it. You yeah, know, there yeah. Are some, some ups and downs with it. So, you know, it's a little bit of everything that I'm, that I'm uh, kind of feeding them to. Because you, you've done so many things this season. It's been just a wild season from you getting a new contract, starting a new season. Uh, you got the website. You got an AAU team. Mm-hmm. Your first pro camp here. Uh, Bob, if you can tell everybody <laughs> what Bob is, built on brotherhood, uh-huh. right? Just this year has almost been like a new Bradley Beal. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to just brand myself more, just put myself out there, let people see my face, let people. 
uh, get to know who I am, you know, because I'm I'm a cool guy. I'm down to earth. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm all of that, but you know, I'm 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 a little bit more vocal, and I can I can I can be more interactive. So you know, it's, it's as much as I can. You know, fans love to to just show their support. You know, they support us each and every night. So you know, this is my way of kind of showing my appreciation to them and just allow, allowing them to kind of enjoy what I enjoy sometimes. Yeah, and you say that it's a, it's a new Beal, and between you and John this year, going into this playoffs, you guys are. Sur- you know, you've been the leaders in the past in terms of, you know, you're the two leading scorers, that type of thing. But you guys are the leaders now in the playoff experience. I mm-hmm. mean, this is this is a, the rest of your guys. You don't have a lot of playoff experience right. guys on this squad. And you guys, you, uh, John, Otto, March, that sort of core from the last run. What's that going to be like is sort of being the guys without those veterans like the Paul Pierce, Drew Gooden, those type of mm-hmm. guys that have been there in the past that maybe were the vet, the locker room guys. But without them now, you guys have to sort of step up and take on that role. Is that right? You know what? we Oh, man, we definitely do. You know, it's, it's it was kind of thrusted upon us, you know, <laughs> when we lost all our vets in the offseason. But, you know, it was something, a challenge that John and I both knew that was going to come eventually. And, you know, and we knew that the team can't get there unless we're both on the same page for one and two, unless we lead them, you know, we have to do a, a great job of, of being vocal and, and doing it on the floor. And I think we did that in the regular season, but the playoffs is, is a whole new style of basketball. You know, it's, it's, you know, nerves are running, you know, so, you know, you want to be perfect. So it's important that I try to tell all the younger guys, guys who haven't been there before, just it, nothing changes, you know, just yeah. the intensity of the game changes, you know, your focus level. Don't change your play, you know. Don't change your routine. All of that stays the same. But you're definitely going to be nervous. You're going to be scared. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna not want to make mistakes. But you know that comes with the game. And I think once the, once the flow of the game is going, I think everybody be all right. Yeah. So to keep you from getting nervous, for all the fans, before we sign off for at least live, because you can listen to the rest of the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, we have a special. Uh, person here that's going to be with you all through the playoffs oh, okay man. so like, we're really excited <laughs> to bring this to you brad uh come on around here come on around here everybody who knows brad brad is known as jeremy make some room for my for man. my man huh my look man. at this huh we got the panda your panda. own personal panda to join man. you on the bench huh oh, man that's awesome so he's going to be with you uh every playoff game maybe you could spot him around Verizon Center and know, you know, so if you see Brad, you know, doing this, uh, how do you do the DC3, whatever you want to do, like the panda will be there with you. I thought you would enjoy that. <laughs> Why do you have the nickname Panda after the, the Maymay pandas that left or whatever they're called at the zoo? Bebe, I think. What is it? Maymay's a Bebe? Is it Bebe was a panda at the zoo? <laughs> bow Bow. Bow Bow. There are a couple of them. A couple of I just don't remember all the names, but I know they just left. So now you're the most popular panda here, and now you have a mascot. You know what? I got it because I I ate I, I eat a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot. You know, hey. <laughs> After a while, pandas eat a lot. You know, we eat, we sleep, we're real chill. You know, that's 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 pandas. So oh man, you know, and that nickname stuck with me ever since. So okay, cool. will, will the panda be eating in the playoffs this year? Eat, eat, eat. Let's go. Eat. A lot of food. <laughs> Eat. Eating those opponents. Eating Eat. those opponents. All right, we're going to sign off live here. We're going to continue a little bit more with Bradley B on the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed Subscribe watching on iTunes, right here. To Subscribe the rest to of the us on iTunes for Thank Off you. the Bench. Um, we'll have more coming up. Okay, so Brad, so what we are thinking about is I figure out how to stop this at the same time. There we go. Ciao for now. Okay. So uh, that's, a, that's live. Done. Are we still live? Mics are still live. Okay, so. 
speaking of the playoffs, um, what what you do you like it? We're, thank you, thank you, Panda. No, we're done. Panda. Sorry, we're done with the live. <laughs> that was, thank, you. Really, thank you. That was really bad radio. Um, as obviously the radio listeners can't see, we have yes, a panda mascot, a panda mascot Bradley Beal jersey now. in here <laughs> right now. <laughs> Best mascot we've ever had. Best mascot you've ever had. Um, what? Thank you very much, Sam. What do you want to do in like Atlanta? Like four days. Where's a place for the fan that maybe is going to be in Atlanta? Mm. To go and enjoy because we obviously want all of our DC family to help us out on the road too. For sure. Oh man, it's, it's you can get lost in Atlanta for sure. Uh, it's all type of stuff to do. Um, downtown, the area, um, by the arena, bunch of food spot. They're great. Definitely known for their food. Yeah, it's something, something good on every corner that you, that you can hit up and. Oh, man. They don't have, uh, is it Emo's Pizza in nah, St. Louis? they don't have Emo's. <laughs> if they had Emo's, hey. <laughs> you eat too much. You they would shut it down. down. God knows what happened. Uh, so, man. Brad, we're going to be, you know, game one on uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Home game, hosting a home home game one for the first time in a long time. Right. What would What would be your message to the fans of the D.C. family for game one coming out there Just on Sunday? Just bring the energy. You know, it's going to be fun. We're excited. You know, we haven't been last year, so we we know the fans are anxious. We're anxious about it, and you know, it's 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 it's, it's going to be it's going to be great. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to ex- expect it to be competitive. Expect it to be a little chippy. You know, and 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 it's going to be great basketball. I think we're definitely locked in. I think we're ready to go. You know, it's going to be fun because a lot of guys haven't been there before. So yeah, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a fun journey for us. And you know, we have a great opportunity in front of us. You know, with the scheduling and with our seed that we have. You know, having home court and and playing a, an Atlanta team whom we think that we can beat. You know, it's it's, it's going to be great, and we and we definitely can't do it without the fans for sure. Awesome. Okay, thank you very much for joining us. We we really appreciate you giving us some time. Um, I, I can't say enough about having you here, and, and I'm really excited to see what happens in this playoffs. Game one, game one this Sunday, 1 o'clock. I'm really looking forward. I'm going to be here at like 7 a.m. I might I'm sleep here all night. Sleep here tomorrow. Sleep in the gym sleep. with get my ball, my pillow. Might be, might, be, might be a little loud for sleeping here tomorrow night with the Cavs game at 7. Oh, I'm no. going to go to the Cavs game. Oh, there you, you want to go to the Cavs game? I might have to. They won game one, right? Overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In overtime. You don't want an overtime game, right? You don't no, want. No, 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 Right? No, no, Do you no, want to, like, you. if you're going to win, you want it to be a win by a big margin or you like a game yeah, winner? Yeah, because I don't know. It's tough, though, because with hockey, it's, it's sudden death, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's anything can happen, man. It's, it's like your nerves are like, you you on edge the whole time. I don't know if I can take that. If you, no know. first basket wins. Yeah, that would be good. No, man. Oh, <laughs> You'll be shooting threes from half court. <laughs> <laughs> First basket win. First basket. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, uh, and and we'll be following you throughout the playoffs. And and don't forget, we'll have the panda there for you My too. Guys, appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank All you, right. Brad. We'll be back with more on the Wizards playoffs, uh, presented by WGL. All right, it was great to have Bradley Beal join us here on the podcast, WizKids. I hope that you enjoyed hearing from him. And for those of you that are only listening, hopefully you can uh, re-watch the video and see the surprise we have for Brad at the end, which was awesome. But um, as we mentioned, we are going to get to predictions. Let's start with my man Jeremy, since he was so eager to want to share them with us in the first segment. What are your predictions for this series? Wiz in five. Wiz in five. Jacob? Um... 
I mean, I think I said Wizen six on the blog. So can't I'll stick change with that, it now. But okay, can't, can't change. Wizen five locked seems in. good to me. Locked in. No, you it. can't do that. Oh. You six. already put the box oh. on the blog. All right, sorry. Okay. It's in print. It's in Wizen print. six. It's it's in can't, you can't go back into the CMS and edit that. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I also said Wizen six, so we'll go with Wizen six. Okay, Zach, Wizen six. All right, I'm but sticking. I also think five is very. Po- I think it's five or six. But I think five is starting six. to look Whoa. good. Or, <laughs> so or four I or seven too. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I'm going with no, five. Not We're not going seven. I'm going with five also because I wanted to get it at home. Like I think yeah. that'd be really cool to close out a series at home. That makes the most sense. Is two, one, one, one. Okay, there we go. All right, so I'm going with five. Okay, uh, he called game. If it's a last-second shot, we remember that Paul Pierce hit that amazing shot uh, in the um, – I'm saying Toronto series, but it wasn't Toronto. Uh, it was Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta mm-hmm. last the, time. The last me. time the Wizards won a playoff game. Yes, was, was with the Atlanta Hawks. I knew that. I don't know why I just all of a sudden blank. wasn't looking down that's at my notes. That's why Jeremy's here. Yes, that's why Jeremy's here. Okay, who's taking that shot this playoffs if it comes down to it? That – Great. That's an excellent question, and we haven't even gotten to that. I don't want to go onto a huge rant, or not a rant, but a... <laughs> uh oh, here we I'm go, here we go. I, I, I would like, like, yes, yes, like yes. you to go on let's a huge go, rant. Let's go, let's go, Jeremy. That's what we want, Skip. <laughs> I used the wrong word. It was not a rant. It was just a, a topic of one of, the, one of my keys that I didn't even really get into so much on the preview because I was sort of just sticking to the, to the players... Um, but actually, one of the things that I did that I do think could be—I don't want to—I don't know if I how I want to word this because I don't want it to sound like because I am very confident in this Wizards group, and I've thought that for a lot of this season that I, they've showed me that they they can do it, like they can win. Yeah, and they can—you know—this has been a 49-win season. It's—I don't—it certainly wasn't a fluke. But um, now that it's playoff time, I think now that you mentioned that who's taking that big shot. That's sort of what I'm getting at is the crunch time moments. And we talked to Brad about this as well, that there's no those those veterans that have been there like the Pierce and those guys that have taken the big shots and been in the locker rooms and experienced the, the tough losses, gone through playoff series and all that. They don't really have that. I mean, they have the the core, the starting core that's been through two years of it. So a little bit they have they've gone through it and they've gone you know, experience some great wins and some tough, tough losses. Yeah. But they're still, they're still young. I mean, John and Brad are, are still young players and still young in this league. And to have sort of that moxie that Pierce brought them and to have sort of those guys that, that can get you through those, some of the tough times and can get you, you know, those leadership qualities and some of it's sort of unspoken and sort of the, that uh, confidence level that you can get in these playoffs that's that's critical and that's big in the playoffs and that's why it's it's just such a different different sport almost even than what the mm-hmm. regular season is because of that and that's what i think um i i don't want to say that they're going to miss it because i think they have the guys that can do it and i think john and brad are capable of taking on that role um but like i said they they don't have a pierce and they don't have that guy you know, yeah. the guy that's been there, that's hit the big shots before, you know, that's that's been through through everything. And I that's something that I think we'll have to keep an eye on. I think they're getting by Atlanta. But I think when you get into the second or if they can make it to the conference finals, those type of tight games, two minutes left, one possession games, 
who's making those big, you know, taking the ball, making those big shots, getting off those tough shots. Um, that's something I'm going to keep an eye on. And I think if there's one thing I think that I would like would would have liked this team to to add would be a guy like mm-hmm. like Pierce to to still be here to, for for that reason. But um, that's. So who's taking the shot? Good, good rant, by the way. That was he that did. Was that ex- was a good rant. He did. He did. I didn't he did. Think it was a rant because it wasn't like I was upset. You did. Almost <laughs> like soapbox. Sort <laughs> it of was thing. soapbox. But that's you got up on your I, soapbox. Yeah, there you go. Th- just you know, that's been something I've been thinking about for you know as we've gotten closer to the playoffs, and I think it's something we'll keep an eye on now that the playoffs are here because it's it's a different game and it's you know that gets physical and it gets tough and you know there's bad calls that go against you on the road. You got to fight through so much. You need so much mental toughness mm-hmm. in the in the playoffs, um, and the good teams do it, and they get through it, and they find ways to win games that maybe they shouldn't, or make the plays, the winning plays you need. But um, I, I see, I like this group, and I don't, I don't want it to sound like I don't think that they can do it. I just they ha- this group in particular, a lot of them haven't been here before. Yeah. So first time through for a lot of these guys and a lot of the guys that are going to play some big minutes. So that's that's why I just wanted to, to get through that. Okay. But I guess if I'm going to go f- <laughs> get to your get to your answer now, um, I think it's got to be John and Brad. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you – it's hard to just say, you know, pick – we don't have the guy like uh, who – Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, uh, right. DeMar, even like DeMar DeRozan, who I feel like is a guy they kind of isolate, clear out. Yeah. I don't feel like Beal's really that kind of player where you just kind of throw it to but him. But he does have a killer step back now. Yeah, and he's, he's gotten a lot better with creating his own shot, but I still – It's not the same. It's I don't like I don't like that play, like clear out, how the Celtics used to do with Pierce where they would just lob the ball into him, move yeah. everybody to the other side, and you know he's taking the shot a little. Yeah, yeah. His footwork was so good, but um, – that's th- yeah. That's that's so. I'll say you know whether it's John in a pick and roll or John. John can break a guy down off the dribble, get to the basket, finish himself, kick it out, that type of thing. Like kicks, yeah, or like how Beal when he kicked it out to Keith, he took the game winning shot. That's the type of thing they gotta, you know, run a play or move the ball for those last second shots. So it really could be anyone, but I think you'd want the ball in if you could pick John or Brad taking that shot. Uh, I'm, I'm he took all the time. We've exhausted just this pick topic. One, just pick one person. Just say one Wall person. Beal. Just say yeah. Who's taking Wall that Beal. shot? Fine. Pick it, one. Pick one. I guess if it's if it's an isolation isolation situation, I I I John John. Either yeah, one. I, I, I think it's John. I think John has the. I think he has that killer mentality. I think Brad does too. But I think that we've seen it in John. Uh, he hit his first game winning shot this year. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's him. If you have to pick one, I think John wants it. John wants it. But if it's a if it if it basically comes down to me is it, it's a two point you need a two point shot. John is for sure going to take it. Yeah, or he's going to drive and kick. If you need a three, you're going to design a play. And Scott Brooks has been so good at designing plays out of timeouts that it could be anyone. It really could. I mean, Bogdanovich, Porter. Yeah. Yeah, Anybody. but Wall's going to be the guy, I think, when it I comes think, down to it. I think Wall's going to be the guy, too, and I think if there was a 1A, it's like, okay, if you do your move and you're driving to the lane, you see you don't have a shot, you're going to kick it out, I feel like he kicks it to Brad, and that's it. But Gortat I'm going to say Wall. Gortat Skyhook. Gortat Skyhook, yes, <laughs> Gortat Skyhook. Okay, so we've exhausted on our talk on the Wizards, but there are other playoff series going on. Just quickly give us which – 
first round matchup you all you're looking forward to seeing outside of the other games so i i, I don't i don't actually i'm trying to think i don't necessarily I know how competitive is it, it's going to be because i do think the rockets are going to handle business Ooh, there we but go. i have ding, to ding, pick ding. rockets thunder as the one i want to watch most just because how much better can you get than a Russ, yeah. Russ oh, James man. Russ duel. versus James? Yeah, I agree but I, with but that. But I do think I do think that I do think the Rockets are going to handle business on series. They have a they have a much better constructed roster around Russ than the Thunder do. Yeah, I mean I'm sorry, they have a better roster constructed around James than the Thunder. Than the Thunder, than the Thunder. Yeah, 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 that'll be a good one. I the basketball mind inside of me is excited for Clippers Jazz. That's the most competitive first. Yeah, series, home court in that Clippers. Clippers. I really like okay. the center matchup. It'll be really interesting, and of course, the the Bucks fan deep inside me is really excited for Raptors Bucks. Stop that! I don't, don't, <laughs> don't want to I, I I hear Raptors any more about the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> I think the Raptors are the dark horse. I wish we'd played Milwaukee yeah. and we won each game <laughs> by just, thirty points, <laughs> and Zach would shut up about it, the Bucks. That's, we'll that's cut that's this part. No, we <laughs> no, we're not cutting this part. We're not cutting this part, Chris. Uh, I mean, those are the two obvious options. Um, those are the two obvious options, but. Um, I guess I guess Grizzly Spurs would be interesting. Um, other than that, I, I, I don't. If you really like watching think. games in the seventies, that's yeah. the series for yeah, you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just you know the grit and grind against the uh, against Pop uh, could be interesting. Um, but the the two biggest ones are Jazz Clippers and, and Rockets I don't for sure. I don't think Memphis can hang with. I fans. think for the, I, I agree, no, but the, I mean we're grasping at straws. Well, right. I mean, I yeah, that's true. We're trying to pick a different game that are that are most exciting. Um, I I feel some like the, some of the East series are quietly. I mean, Cleveland, Indiana. I mean, maybe I mean, LeBron and Paul George going. I, I just want to see. A bad thing. I, and I yeah. just want to see if if Cleveland. If, if, I mean, I'm assuming Cleveland's back as soon as the postseason. Yeah, that they willingly gave up home court advantage, just like whatever. We we'll, yeah. we'll get Celtics if we see them down the road. There's certainly a level to, level of like of show me. It's because they wanted to avoid us. Yeah, it's because they yeah. wanted to avoid us. Uh, I'm sure that's, that's what it definitely is. what it was. That's definitely what. It, yeah, they like some say, they could be some. some yeah, and some are me. Uh, so the individual matchup I want to see is Rockets Thunder for Westbrook versus Harden. But the game I want to see the series I want to see is Clippers Jazz because yeah. I feel like it's the Jazz coming out party. Jeremy, what do you got to see if they can? He's, he's shaking his you head. Know, at okay. knock the uh, Clippers off. No, I was just going to say I'm really not interested in any of the series. Oh, geez, wow. Uh, okay, nothing. No, I don't think I don't think I don't think any of them are going to be that competitive. You who okay. do you, you don't think that the Jazz can hang with the Clippers? That's the only one that I think might go. Yeah, and see, that means it's like, the best series you want to see, right? Which, it's the one you. So which which don't really okay? Care. So <laughs> you don't think any of them are going to be competitive? Which underdog out, outside of that series? <laughs> which underdog do you think has the best chance of stealing a first round series among the other seven matchups? Outside of the Jazz? Yeah. 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 Um. Probably. Pacers, Cavs. No. Pacers. I, no. Prob- probably <laughs> Oklahoma City. I, I might. Wow! I hate over the fact the that I'm going to say this, but I but I might say Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee over the Raptors. I, I really don't want to say that, but you're I, saying if, it. If I have to pick one, why? Uh, because I, of I'd what happened last. See, as as the maybe you know Westbrook goes crazy. I I really don't think they're going to win the series, but if I had to pick one that could could maybe do it, that would probably be it. I I don't think any of the teams. See, okay. East, so I would Blazers. Anybody giving the Blazers a chance? I, no, I would. I would agree with you, Jeremy. Except for the fact that Harden cancels out Westbrook. 
whatever craziness Westbrook is going to do, Harden's going to be just as crazy and have just Maybe. as many points and assists, and he was just barely I, behind him in rebounds. I mean, but if that doesn't happen. But it will happen. Okay, I, you, I you say. cannot say for certain. Well, look at the last regular happen. season matchup between the I, two of them, right? I, I mean, I, Harden past, just took over past, in the Rockets. I mean, in past performances do does not dictate the future. Okay. I would uh, say that, that um, Rockets, Thunder is much more evenly matched than probably people will give it. I was actually disappointed that they had to play each other the first round series because I wanted them both had to win a series, and then maybe you see Harden and Westbrook have to go at it. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not going to start making the argument why I think OKC is going to win. So you're, you're like arguing against. No, no. I was just saying that in this series, I just feel like they are just going to cancel each other out with their greatness versus I would just love to see their greatness against the Clippers. And I don't think any the Clippers have anybody on that team that can match Westbrook's greatness. But I do think hard matches. Uh, Russell's. That's yeah. why there's the MVP conversation. And now one of them is going to be wiped out. Yeah. In the first round, and that's sad. Do we, to, do we want to give MVP picks okay, real MVP quick to, to picks. close the show? MVP picks for the Wizards and NBA. Two names. Go. No real discussion. Wait, just they have to be on the Wizards. No, no one, one MVP Wizards for the Wizards and, and one NBA MVP. One. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Jacob, go first. John and Russ. John and Russ. I'll go. John. Oh, that's sorry. That was my pick. John and Russ. Yeah, I'll go John. And I'll, and I'll, to be contrary, and I'll go James Harden. John. This uh, is Zach. Zach's going to like pick John. Giannis. No. Definitely John. Giannis, Greek no. freak. I would say it's between Westbrook and Harden just for what they mean to their teams. But I think well, that's That's a hot take right there Ooh. that he's saying that it might be a James Harden or no. Russ Westbrook. Or a triple MVP. Wow. But I, I haven't Co- heard that. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> make, make a decision. <laughs> Stop chickening out. I think Kawhi should this, also be in high consideration. This wasn't, this wasn't a debate. This Whoa, was one so name. Kawhi? I don't have a pick yet. You, got, you, okay, pick. you know what? Can you I change my pick? pick. I'm going to change my over. pick to Kawhi. No, I'm gonna okay, it. fine. It's Russ. Jason it's Smith. Russ. Thank it's you. Russ. There we go. It's Russ. Jeremy, you get last. John with the shades. John, John with the shades. Could I go John with the shades again? Yeah, definitely. For MVP of the entire league. There you go. John and John. All right, the wall way. <laughs> it's John and Russ. You went the wall way. I, I like it. I like it. My home exactly. Jeremy Hyman went the wall way. chicken, Rosen. Rosen couldn't pick couldn't one. Couldn't give me a name. Rosen, what was wrong with you, man? Give me a name. Both times we played Russ, I felt like we could stop him. But when we played James Harden and Leonard, we could do nothing against them. So pick one. All so right. pick a guy. Fine, Harden. Thank you. Harden, there we go. That's all you James had to Harden. do. There we go. So we have three Russes. The almost put Russ wall third. In the was, I think that was, that was a classic case of radio bullying. <laughs> a little radio bullying going on. Zach's, Zach's basing his MVP game voting based on the two games they played against <laughs> the <laughs> When I watch Russ, I see his stats a lot. But when you watch him, it's just like him against the world. And I don't yeah. know if that's the MVP. Yeah. Is he the, he's probably the MVP of, of uh, his, his team by I mean it's not obviously not a discussion but I don't really know if he's making anyone better on his team yeah so and frankly his like I'm coming I'm coming yeah. he will not make it I, to I see respect, Golden State I respect, I respect what it, he's but done but he won't make it to see Golden State in oh, the playoffs oh definitely not no I think, he won't. I think the Rockets will shoot 
the Thunder out. I yeah. don't even think that series will be that competitive. I didn't mention that, but yeah, All right. I want to say a big, big thank you to Bradley Beal. Uh, it means a lot to us that he came on, especially for our first live one. On me, shout out to Mevo, huh? Shout out shout to Mevo. Uh, our first experience, experiment with the Mevo camera. I think it went well uh, for Jeremy Hyman, Jacob Rain, Chris Gehring, and Zach Rosen. I'm Jamo K. Davis. Ciao for now, everybody. We will have guess what? Kelly Oubre on the next podcast. So make Hopefully. sure you check it out. Hopefully uh, on Monday. And, of course, we have a game to play Sunday right here in Verizon Center, 1 o'clock, Wizards Playoffs presented by WGL. Wizards, Hawks, Game 1 here in your hometown. D.C. family, come on out early. Be loud. Let's get a win. Ciao for now.